And here we go with another Not A Podcast podcast. Brought to you by your wonderful friends from the Average Show's MMA show. Dave here, Jeff as well. It's just us two tonight, brother. What do you think? Hey, man, it's a good Monday night. We were going to try to get Ryan all set up for this first one of these, but you know, dad duties, so... Yeah, it's going to be more times than not for the first several months. Oh, where yeah. We're going to try to book him. He's going to say, mm, just can't do it. And we're going to have to say, I get it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's all he's understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Little one. You see, I mean, he's still got it. He already had a little one. Now he's got a tiny one. Well, so he's got two of them sitting there that at the blink of an eye is going to have to have dad duty. So, I mean, you know. You never know when Connor's going to need any fucking thing, you know. He's already got that beautiful daughter who's gonna, who at any point in time is going to need something as well. And uh, From my understanding, and Carla's a very, very big Guardians of the Galaxy fan, is she not? Yes, very much so. She got herself a, what was it, a Drax and a Gamora, I think I saw Ryan posted the other day. I think it was Star-Lord and Drax. Was it Star-Lord and Drax? I think, okay. I think it was the two guys this time. Uh, the last time she got... Uh, she got Gamora Doritos. And, That's right. And, and this time she got a Star-Lord and a Drax. So I've been trying to keep keep tabs on what she's getting. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep up with these things. You never know when the, when the kids like that drop a pop quiz on you. You just never know. You're, it's your job to know these things. You go, that's, that's very true. <laughs> you got to keep up on that information because kids will drop that knowledge. Okay. Not only – oh, no, sorry, brother. Go ahead. Did you get to go see Guardians 2? I did. I saw it on Saturday after work. Uh, me and Tony and uh, Hank and Chuck, a couple of guys I work and podcast with. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we all went and saw it with Hank's 13-year-old daughter on her first date. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, dude. It So like a week, a week ago, yeah, last Friday, or... Yeah, two Fridays ago would be now almost. But anyway, uh, we went out drinking with our boss after work, and Hank went home drunk and found out that his daughter had a boyfriend. So we had already planned on going to the movies, and so he made him and her go with us, and then they fucked with him the whole time. Well, I I jumped in on it. Like, I got there, and I just kind of gave the kid, like, the evil death stare. And then they they went and got seated. Uh, me and Tony came. We, we were getting popcorn and stuff. Then we got in and got seated. And before the movie started, I got up. We went to the harbor, so there wasn't a lot of people in there anyway. Okay, yeah. We were and we were in the the VIP seats. But uh, I got up and I went over to behind him, and I told the kid to keep his hands where I could see him. Otherwise, I'd kill him, and they'd find pieces of him all over the county. <laughs> Oh, poor fucking kid. Poor kid. Yeah. Fucking yeah. they deserved it. Yeah, I didn't get to do that shit to my niece's boyfriend, so I'm going to take it out on a kid that really has no ties to me and can't really be mad. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. But, yeah, Guardians was awesome. You went and saw it uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, man. I went yesterday to uh, Grand Haven. I went to the 11 a.m. show and thinking that it would be – you know, Grand Haven, 11 a.m. wasn't probably wasn't gonna be a lot of people there. This is, you know, uh, Grand Grand Haven, Holland area can be a little, uh, a little religious. So I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, maybe we're gonna catch 
you know, we're going to catch them on a, uh, on that little area where uh, there's not going to be a lot of people. And uh, I was wrong. It was pretty much sold out. And uh, uh, Everett and I went. And while we were right when we walked in, right in front of us in line was uh, Everett, Everett's brother Pat and his wife. Oh, nice. And um, so we're like, hey, how's it going? And Everett says, hey, go, go sit down. We'll sit next to you. And Pat says, okay, cool. We'll go sit next to you. Then they go in and sit down with only two seats next to him. We're like, all right, well, that, that was smart. I don't. Sometimes I don't get those guys, but um, we went and sat down, and it was, it was, it was. We were surrounded by kids, but for to be honest, they weren't like they were like the most well-behaved kids I'd ever been in a movie theater with. It was amazing. It was just I was so so happy that uh, these were the kids that we got because there was they weren't like over talking or screaming or bouncing around moving around. They sat there and they had their eyes glued to the screen and they just they were there to see their show and that was it. It was really even though it was a sold out crowd, it was like a dead silent crowd. We were we got real lucky that week. We got real lucky. Oh God, man! Yeah, you did get lucky because like I remember my. Uh, no, you were with the Captain America experience. Yes. Oh my God, that was so horrible. I yep. forgot. Yeah, that was you, me, and Everett. Yep. That was something. Yeah, that was god awful. See, that was what was I like. I've gone. To, this is the second movie I've gone to opening weekend at the Harbor. We went and saw Logan last time, or yeah, when it premiered in March or April or whatever. And then now I went to see Guardians, and like I, I enjoy the cinema a little bit better, but. The experience at the harbor is not bad at all, as long as you get the VIP seats. Do they saw those shit seats at Grand Haven Nine? They are not as comfortable, but they're not shit. Did they upgrade them finally? Yes. The last yes. okay. The last time I was there was Batman v Superman last year. I went to see. Okay. And and they still had like the shit seats. Yeah, I think here's the thing: is is I think like. One, two, and three, uh, at least, are upgraded, but I think like four, five, and six are not. I think that's how it, oh, okay. that's how it goes. I think they're like they're made like the one they do. They're three D in, which is uh, number one. Which I think they're like the first three or four got some better seats, and then they pissed on the other ones where they play the older movies, you know. So uh, newer newer stuff, yeah. If the movie's been out for a couple weeks, or you know, if they're doing that throwback thing, how they're doing uh, all summer, they're playing throwback movies, right? Um, the Goodrich Theaters or whatever, they're they're like they're bringing back uh, Mary Poppins and um, Forrest Gump and just all kinds of old movies. They're going to play one a week throughout the summer. Those are going to go in the shitty theaters. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere of old school or whatever the fuck they're calling it. I don't know. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, but you know, for you know, Guardians two, I had uh, when I first watched Guardians one, um, I had just come off of uh, triple shoulder surgery, which was it was the it was called the triple threat. This was named by Joe Rogan because Rogan had the same surgery. It was um, torn rotator cuff, torn labrum, and torn uh, biceps tendon. All in one shot. So um, I, I did that one. It was a major big-time surgery. It was super fucking painful. I mean, one of, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, this one was an 8. I mean, this one was bad. If I'm fucking saying it's bad, it was bad. So I, I came home, and um, I'm really fucking sore. I'm miserable. I'm a miserable motherfucking bastard. 
and I turned on uh, uh, and Everett ever stopped by to hang out. He was in fucking crutches still at the time. We're both miserable fuckers. We turn on Guardians. I'm half asleep, you know, or I'm just ignoring it, or I'm just, you know, ow, this fucking hurts. And when we got done, I was like, I don't even care. Fuck, the movie sucked. I don't. I was completely checked out. But I blamed all of it on the movie. I just said the movie sucked. You know, I was like, fuck, Guardians is the worst movie that, that Marvel put out. But everything had to do with <laughs> how I was feeling, right? Right. So about three months now, maybe six months later, I sat back down to watch it again when I was feeling fine. You know, I was all right. I might even had a, a little 420 mixed in there as well. So and I sat back down and watched it. I was like, man, it's so fucking funny and it's so good. And it's, you know, it was really, I didn't give it, I didn't give it a fair shake before because I was in so much agony. Right. And I think two, I think two really, really held up. I think it really fucking held up to to the first one, you know. Obviously, it, it, yeah, it thought, didn't. Um, it didn't have to take as long developing to get the guys together. So it, it had a bonus there where it could just jump into story. You know, we didn't have to find each other in moments. You know, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was uh, I was really impressed. You know, a lot of sequels kind of are letdowns, but. It was probably close to as good as the original. There was a, the, a lot of after credit stuff. Yeah, five after credit <laughs> scenes. Six, a sixth one got cut out of the movie. Oh my god, I mean, that's starting to get overboard on these things, right? I understand they're cool. I understand that it's kind of a trademark thing to do one after the after the shoot, but five. It's getting a little ridiculous. I I was cool with it. I thought they were uh, some of them were pretty like uh, important. There was two, you know, good though. The Stanley one was kind of you know the little tip of the cap to the fan theory that he was a watcher or that Kevin Feige basically confirmed he was a watcher. Yeah, the whole time he was he was the he was there taking notes for him. Yep, and then uh, um, the Adam Warlock. Uh, I mean, it didn't it didn't appear, but the the little cocoon with Adam Warlock inside of it. Mm-hmm. That's a so. bit difficult trying to run. I mean, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock was the guy that had the Infinity Gem in his head, you know, like Vision. So yeah, they they're gonna have to change that. But I mean, they yeah. changed so much so much canon anyway. I was thinking like, you know, they've already had it. They've had it in a weapon already, like the scepter, and they've had it in a staff for. Um, you know, what's his nuts? They had him in a scepter for Loki, and they had it in, like, that hammer for uh, the other dude in Guardians. I forget his name. Uh, oh, um... The dude that got, that thought he was yeah, better yeah, yeah. than Thanos, you know. Yeah, Go, I can't think of his name right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Um, but, uh, and then obviously got the glove, the gauntlet. So, I mean, there's there's different ways you could do it. You could put it in a helm, I guess, or you could put it in bracers, you know, or, or uh, you know... Uh, there's there's a lot of things you can do with it, but Adam Warlock Adam Warlock was a bad motherfucker in the com- yeah. in the comics. He was a bad motherfucker, and he had that gem right square in the middle of his head, and he was basically what Vision what Vision is now just turned up about you know from uh, turned up to volume twelve. You know he was a bad dude. He may and it's shit. Who knows? He may end up. I've heard rumors they're probably going to kill Vision, so he may replace Vision. 
of all the of all the uh, Avengers, my first guess of anyone that's gonna be killed off would probably would be Vision. I got Cap. Unless I'd say, I'd say unless one of them doesn't sign, you know, like sign on or something, you know. Um, Cap kind of has to die if you go by the comics. Yeah, and I and I'm pretty sure Chris Evans doesn't really want to do the role anymore anyway. Yeah. So um, it's time time to pass it on to Sebastian Telfair. Um, if I mean, if you go by him, then if if he does die, he has to kind of hand it off to Falcon, and Falcon has to be Captain America. If they do comic stuff, because that's how it kind of went. Yeah, but you know they change everything. I, know, I mean, I they change things slightly enough to to whatever they want to do to fit the narrative. They may still do Falcon, but. I had always, the way I understood and heard it through different things was that it was going to go to the Winter Soldier. I would absolutely love for it to go. Uh, fucking Winter Soldier's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, I, the character, the dude that plays him and the on-screen, portray, uh, the on-screen portrayal of him, not just, you know, the powers and what he is, how they put him together in the in the MCU on the screen is just fantastic. The the acting is fantastic. The look, everything I love about it. I mean, the the Winter Soldier is one of my top three of all MCU films that have ever been put out. Right up there, you know, right up there in the top two or three. Yeah, Sebastian Telfair nailed that role, man. Mm-hmm. He he is perfect, Bucky. Perfect, Bucky. I. I... Got it probably in my top five. It made me interested in Captain America again because I hated I hated the first movie. It was my least favorite of all of the of the first original movies. I hated Captain America. Was not a fan of the first Cap, huh? I mean, it. I think out of all of them, it was it's definitely my least favorite. I would make myself watch it to get through it for story and stuff like that but i i enjoyed the first i enjoyed thor way more than i did cap and uh oh god the hulks well yeah uh cat yeah the hulk yeah the hulk for sure the the edward norton hulk movie is uh, at times sometimes it's my favorite of the first phase one movies and stuff Uh, iron man by far most important of, oh, mean, definitely you know, the most God, important. You know, I mean, even if you if you're on the fence or not about it, but that Iron Man, you know, um, way that that kicked everything off. That that was the that was the guy. That was the one. That was the dude. The champ. Um, Iron Man just exploded the MCU. Um, but that I've watched. I've watched that Hulk. I know that for me personally, I've watched that Hulk more than any of them. Um, the the Thor one not too far behind. Uh, I really really enjoyed Thor. Um, and Iron, we see with Iron Man, yeah, probably the next fall. You know what? To be honest, of of all the first the first generation, uh, building up to the first Avengers, I would have to probably rank the first Cap as not my favorite. Yeah, definitely not you know? my favorite. Um, for me, it's probably Hulk, and then. Uh, and then Thor, you know, definitely then Thor. Um, Iron Man, not too far behind Thor, but uh, then Cap. Yeah, that's pretty much where. Yeah. That's pretty much about where I got. I don't, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I like 
Yeah, I love. I I'm a huge Edward Norton fan, so yeah, I thought his Hulk was awesome. And yeah, I, I was really too. bummed that they didn't bring him back. What a huge fucking difference from that Anglese abortion. Oh, that pile of shit. Ugh. I don't ever. I don't even. I don't ever talk about that one. I don't ever talk about the original Punisher because they're both shit. Yes. Warzone, man. Warzone, that's where it's there at. There it is. That's where it's at. I have that, don't I? I have the Warzone, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you I have I think Warzone. I went and collected the real ones. So Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you have Warzone. Hey man, we went and had a fucking hell of a time last Thursday, did we not? Oh, we definitely did, man. Oh Great my pressure. balls. Wow. Jesus. Wow, I came home oh. with a uh, with no voice at all. That was uh, <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard, man. Jeff and I went and seen the Machine, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Oh, awesome! It was, dude. It was a really good time, man. Burt was fucking hilarious, start to finish. Yeah, and even the the build up to it too, because I'd been. I had been conversing with him over Twitter a bit, right? I'd, uh, yep. I'd been like, all right, Bert, man, we're, we're coming to see you. And he, and he would like the tweet. It's like, oh, man, look, I got a like. Cool. And then it's like, he's like, all right, man, we're leaving here. We're driving all the way across the side, you know, from one side of the state to the other, which we did. Or you we did. did. You know, you did. I rode. But <laughs> 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 we did. But he's like, all right, be safe. You know, get over to safe. Like, wow, man, now he's replying and retweeting and whatever. It's like fucking awesome. And then we get to Culver's, uh, the stop on the way there. It's like, all right, one more stop, we're there. And he, and he likes it. And Chad Zumach, who we went on to see uh, perform there as an opener, who was really good. Really you know, good. I enjoyed him a lot. Absolutely. He's throwing it down. So, you know, we get to the show and um, um, didn't think, you know, I was a little bummed at first because, like, everyone swarmed in. I was like, fuck, we're not getting good seats, but. To be honest, there wasn't really, you know, the only bad seats in the house were behind the one pole. Yeah, the, 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 that's the only shitty thing about the Crowfoot is they got those, a couple support poles on either side of the stage, which like when you're standing up in a crowd of people for a concert, which is kind of what that's built for, it's not bad. But when you're just cramming regular, regular chairs into, uh, or a small venue like that, yeah, it's a little cramped. Yeah, it is. It is, but uh, we got situated, and I got into a nice little uh, little corner there um, on the end of a row. We had, like, a whole row to ourselves, so I took one end, Jeff took the other, and uh, I got a little uh, positioning set up where I could lean up against the side and snap a bunch of pics and take a couple of videos to share it online and uh, went live for, you know, a couple of videos. I didn't want to sit there. I wanted to enjoy the show. I didn't want to sit there and, and record the whole thing, but I wanted to make sure I, I got some footage for, for our friends and stuff too. You know, I don't know. Did you get any, did you record anything at all? Did you, uh, I didn't record anything. No? I was just, I was just, uh, I took, uh, no, I didn't even take any pictures. No, I just enjoyed the moment. I just enjoyed the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had I got a couple texts like before Bert went on and then I didn't really touch my phone. Um except to like look and see what time it was. Yeah. But yeah, I got it out. The only time I had it out really was when we went to meet him in the bar. Oh yeah, okay. And then Chad got some pictures for me. Yeah, it was you know what, man, it was it was so much fun. Uh 
he told some new stuff, new material, at least new to me, stuff I'd never heard from him before. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was stuff I had never heard before either. A couple classics, you know. He took took some requests from the crowd, which is uh, not too often done by comedians. They usually hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but he did it, and he ran with it. And he was like, "Ah, fuck it, why not? Why not? Fuck it, let's go." <laughs> what about when uh, when the Chad? flipped out on that person that was yelling shit at him. <laughs> just started yelling back at him. <laughs> he handled the fucking potential wannabe heckler quite well. Oh, yeah, dude. He quite, was... Shut him right the fuck down. <laughs> that dude had nothing to say. Oh, fuck, I lose. Oh, look, you lost to a professional comedian that has a microphone in his hand. Did you expect to fucking win? Hey, give me a break. <laughs> the, the best moment was... Uh, you know, at the end of the show, Bert's like, people are like asking to take shots with him. So he's like, yeah, bring me fireball. So two people in front of me <clears throat> go to hand it, go up there with shots. And he took the first one all the way, no problem. And then like two seconds later, another person walks right up with one. He only did that one like halfway. And I start walking up and he looked at me and he was like, please tell me you don't have a shot. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, please tell me you don't have a shot. And I was like, nah, man, I got you. Don't worry. And he just like touched my shoulders. Like, oh god. Oh, I love you so much. Yeah. And then he had to go. He had to go run and grab some gum because I think he was gonna throw up. Ah, uh, okay. Because he was mixing fucking Tito's vodka and goddamn Jesus fireball. Jesus Christ, he's a fucking madman. He was wasted. Yeah. He was- wasted he i mean he flat out told us that as soon as he got on the stage he's like well i'm drunk as fuck oh my fucking god i didn't see it when i went up there and i could fucking uh i see his eyes were plastered you know you can you can just tell when they're fucking watery and bloodshot it's like oh hey i was like hey i'm the fucking you know shook his hand i'm the guy from fucking twitter drove across the stage like, yeah oh yeah fuck yeah i couldn't see it man i'm glad you made all the so he was talking back and forth and i said you better not fucking drive and he's like, no, I no. Heard that. He's like, no, I'm not gonna drive. I promise. And I was like, fuck, man, we'll drive you. To, I was, I was gonna say, if he's gonna drive, fuck me and Jeff will drive you to Cincinnati. We'll get the fucking fuck car. Yeah. We'll get in the car and go right now. I'll pay. Yeah. I'll pay Jeff for his fucking day off work tomorrow. We're gonna go to fucking Cincinnati. We're going with the fucking machine. <laughs> We're driving fucking all night. We're going right goddamn now. I'd have texted Hank and been like, I'm going to Cincinnati with Bert. I'm driving him there, and he would have understood. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, you have to at that point. You got to. You don't have a choice. But I think uh, I think Chad Zumach was taking care of those uh, those duties for him. And I think he was on there for designated driver patrol. He was doing uh, merch anyway. Yeah, I'm sure he probably. I hope he was the one driving Bert. At least taking care of it somehow. You know, if he wasn't doing it, finding the Uber, the fucking whoever the fuck that was going to do it. Um, yeah, because wait, no, I think Chad was drunk too. So no, he probably wasn't Oh, God. Jesus. I wonder who was. You know I what? I don't know. But the, the one thing that we talked about about that show, man, was you know, Bert didn't have a lot of merch. We thought he would have no, a little bit su- more merch. Surprisingly. But then I kind of thought about it, you know, with them – traveling by car like he probably doesn't have a doesn't bring a lot you know he either has to fly it out with him we're like when i saw ralphie may he had a shit ton of merch but he had a he's on a tour bus yeah yeah he doesn't have to pay for extra baggage 
you know, extra well, yeah, bags to, you know, fly with him. Got room to just throw that shit underneath the, the fucking bus and shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was like what five shirts, I think maybe. Yeah, there was CDs. there was two shirts that looked like they were strictly women's shirts. Yeah, um, and the the first part. Then there was two shirts that looked like they were men's shirts. That we got the same one and the same color. One was gray, one was red. The one was like black on gray or something. Gray. It looked really bad. Um, yeah, the black on the black on like the faded black looking yeah. one was was pretty bad looking. Yeah, that was no good. So I got the red on black, and same to uh, same with you. We got the red on black too, right? Yeah, I think we both I got it. Yeah. I wore it to Guardians the other night. Ah, and then while we were getting those, he they popped out another one, uh, Burt Cast for his podcast one. It was you know a little generic. But we both wanted the machine one basically. It was sweat it boiled out. So I wanted I wanted the machine fucking shirt and hell yeah i did too yeah oh. that was yeah that was the other thing because like i ended up i think i ended up going over and uh after the movie and drinking with with a couple of guys from work and i got there and i took my hoodie off i was like hey hank look showed him my bird shirt and he got super jealous oh fuck him <laughs> <laughs> Cocksucker. holy shit so fucking uncle joey is gonna be in detroit at the end of the month, and it's sold out. What the fuck? I never seen anything go on sale for that. Me the fuck either. God Me fucking damn it. The fuck either, dude. But Where's... I heard him talk about it on one of his podcasts. Fuck. Ralphie... Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember when the fuck I saw that. It was just the other day. I, I never really looked into it because I was like, well, fuck it. They're sold out, but... Well, that's no fucking good at all. No, it's fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, he's at, the, he's at the magic bag. Ferndale, the 13th. Next Saturday. Fucking UFC 211. God damn it. Yep. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, Joey Diaz. You funny son of a bitch. I bet you the... Who was he talking to? Oh, it was he had. It was when he had Carlos Mencia on. Ah, yes, that's the one I hadn't watched. Yeah, I actually listened to it because uh, oh, it's yeah, it's in fucking Ferndale. Yeah, Ferndale. Uh, yep, the magic bag. Oh, Jesus, sold out too, huh? Yeah. What's the capacity here? Yeah, it's sold out. Oh, yeah, I checked. Oh, son of a bitch. Damn it. What a bummer, man. I know, man. Sorry to fucking bring the bummer to the goddamn story, but you did that Joey Diaz impression and it immediately (laughs) fucking made me think about it. That was, I mean, there was, uh, to no surprise, uh, Bert had a little bit on the show, not a bit, but a small little thing where he mentioned Joey he said, uh, and and my friend Joey just said, hey, cocksucker, just, you know, just gave a little Joey impression to everybody in the fucking crowd and who he was. Everybody. Everybody knows who fucking Uncle Joey is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody started screaming. That's why he did the cocksucker. He was like, he was talking about, he was talking about the stars and he just said a friend. Yeah. And everyone was like, Uncle Joey. Yeah. Cocksucker. Yeah, they were like, yeah, cocksuckers. <laughs> fucking Bert, man. Yeah, Bert, he was he was so inc- awesome, dude. Incredible. Such a good time. 
Such a good time. I haven't laughed that hard in a really, really long time. No, me neither. It was so worth it, though. You know, the tickets were only like, they were 25 bucks, and then it was like 5 bucks per ticket to, for the online paying thing because, of course, the, the online ticket hub, whatever the fuck I got them from, got to get theirs. Got to make that money. And then $2 to have them shipped so that I didn't have to go to Will Call. I could have them in my hand right away because I'm OCD and I I have to have them in my hand right away. I can't have them sitting at Will Call. I don't trust it. Nah. I want them, you know, in hand. They drive across the state and Will Call says, oh, we fucked up. Unacceptable. I drive across I drive across state and I got them in my hand. Fuck you. I got them in my hand. I had that happen to me, man. Sucks, doesn't it? Fucking it was sucks. Pain, it was a pain in the balls, dude. I won tickets. This was like 03. I won tickets to OzFest at a show at the intersection. And I drive all the way. Me and my cousin drive all the way over to fucking DTE and get to Will Call, and there's no tickets. So I'm calling back and forth between the guy from the intersection trying to get this shit straightened out. I got to find and this one band's manager on their tour bus and all this other shit. Like, dude, I went through fucking hell to get these motherfucking tickets. I got in, but I had to do some work for that shit. No shit. Yeah, bro. Fuck that. Straight, See, that would piss me up. off. Ugh. Straight up. Ugh. Had to do some work. Go and, like, track down this band's bus and shit and find their manager and get a hold of him. And he got us on their list and took care of us and shit it all worked out I only missed a couple bands it was like 9 o'clock in the fucking morning it was a long it was a long day man I I, I made up for it it was cool <laughs> yeah I'm sure you did fuck I'm long sure you covered your ground day. yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh God. man Get some fights this weekend, finally. Yeah, it's been three weeks. Uh, yeah. Two weeks, three yeah. weeks, something like that. Two, three weeks, yeah, something like that. And we have pay-per-view this weekend. Is that, is that it, too? <coughs> two, 11. Titles on the line. Two of them, yep. It's going to be yeah. fucking fun. Are we, doing that one of... Are we doing that one here? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. We didn't talk about it. No, I think I think we're I think the guys are coming over to my house. We're gonna grill up, so okay. you know you got a spot. You know you got a spot on the couch if you want it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do this one at uh, David's new house. Oh, nice. That's what. That's another. I got my my little list of people I want to make sure I talk about in this uh, in this nap. It's not a podcast. Podcast is uh, uh, Everett's brother David. Uh, he got everything's finalized. His whole house is done. He moves in uh, this week. Uh, he'll be uh, he's, everything moves in Friday. I mean, he's already got all the appliances and all the big stuff in. It's like he's just officially he moves in on Friday, and we're gonna go over there Saturday. And Everett's cutting out the doggy door for his dogs, and you know we're doing all the uh, little housewarming, get to their stuff. But I think we're gonna. Um, we were talking about, I think we're going to watch the pay-per-view with him on his new house there. Nice, man. Yeah, I think he wants to do that. And uh, 
Um, I don't think he's going to listen to this, so whatever. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. Says, David loves to cook, especially like steak and grill and stuff like that. He's just, he always has. Um, so I'm, I'm hunting down on, on Amazon like only I can, and I find this beautiful chef, uh, this knife set. This uh, It's all stainless steel, so it matches his uh, kitchen set. Uh, it's, and that's got an acrylic stand with with magnets so that's you know it's all streamlined it's beautiful it's this 350 piece cutlery set slashed down it had two left down to 50 bucks so i said give me that motherfucker so i'm going to present that to him as a little housewarming gift when i go over there hook him up i think he'll dig that but that dude has went through a lot and you know he's he loves he loves watching the fights and you know he's he's real knowledgeable on the fights too. He's he's a lot of fun to watch the fights with, because that man has got you know I think it'd be fun to have with the show sometime because he's got more knowledge than I ever give him. I ever really give him credit for, and he surprises me a lot when I sit down and I'll start I'll fucking go out and start schooling them just to school people just to fucking you know fuck with them a little bit. I'll be like, all right, boys, who held who was the first fighter to hold a UFC championship belt? They're like, fuck, man, I don't fucking know. Dave will be like. Dan Severed. I'm like, no, it's... Oh, fuck, you're right. Like, oh, huh. Yeah. You're right. That's the, that's <laughs> the one we should have had co-hosting the show with us. <laughs> he's we fucking... Picked, he's smart as shit, man. I know. We picked the wrong fucking twin. What did we do? Well, the wrong... Oh, I don't know. Ah, Jesus Christ. I don't know. We, we made a mistake. That happens. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that old tale if you give a mouse a cookie... We took the wrong fucking cookie. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to hook that one up. But I think we're going to go watch. I'm going to go watch fights with him, hopefully. Uh, nice. That'll uh, be cool. Yeah, bring over the, the uh, maybe, uh, I don't know if he's going to have his cable box or whatever. So, bring over Chromecast and I'll stream it through my, my fight pass or whatever I have to do to get him hooked up on it. And uh, make sure that we get it there. There you go. Get it there for him, you know. And, uh, um, we're missing. We were gonna have someone come on tonight, weren't we? Yeah, we were gonna do an interview with um, LK from Loudmouth Wrestling. Uh, talk a little fights, talk a little wrestling with him. But uh, he's actually at the London Raw right now. Yeah, that just started I, like ten minutes ago. Yeah, I messaged him. He was. Uh, he was. I think it was live there and then on tape delay here or some shit i don't know but gotcha. anyway yeah i i guess he must have when we uh he just checked with the other the, the weird thing was he just checked with me the other day so he would have thought he would have remembered that he was going to be going to raw <laughs> or something unless unless something just happened but yeah that could be you know something just broke through yeah so he's gonna he wants to reschedule again but we'll get him we'll get on with okay it'll be fun he's a, a british guy who Loves wrestling, except for the WWE. Yeah. So I'm going to try to, you know, maybe he likes some old school WWE. We'll try to bring up some of that stuff with him. Maybe he likes some ECW. I'm going to try to bring some of that up to him. That's what I told him. I was like, you know, because he was kind of asking me about what I like and what I, you know, I was like, well, dude, I don't really watch too much current stuff except for ICW. But I said, you know, Dave can talk anything. I can talk old school WWE and WCW and I know he was doing uh, one of his. 
He did like a review video of like the 86 Starcade or something a few weeks back. Oh, I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. 87, was that Flitter for the Gold? Yeah, or 87, 86 or 87, whatever year it was. I, I can't remember. I think it was Flair and Dusty. Yep, that was Flair for the Gold. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, And uh, it was. it's going to be a, a week from tomorrow. I'm going to be going over to our friend Dale's house, right? Dale, a uh, great friend, a uh, great friend and fan, great friend of the fa- uh, the show, uh, always active for us, really enjoys uh, what we do, and we really appreciate him. He went, he did, uh, must have been a month or two back, he started his, doing himself a, a podcast, a little sit-down interview kind of deal, uh, maybe it's storytelling, but... Uh, Maybe not quite sure the exact direction he wanted to go in. I don't. I don't think. Uh, just kind of testing the water to see what felt good, which is exactly what he should have done. You know? So um, I told him that I would stop over to his house um, and, and sit down and let him, you know, interview me. Uh, I'll share some stories with him. He can share some stories with me. We can do a a little uh, storytelling hour because he's getting from what I understood is he's getting people that are, are letting him sit down and do this thing with, but they're not letting him post it. They're not letting him do anything with it. They don't want to be on the air. So I said, man, you know, you've been so good to us and I would really like to help you out in any way that I can. So let me come over. Let me look at your software. Let me look at your hardware. Let me see what you got going on. And you can, you can ask me anything on the air. You can put me on the air. You can ask me whatever you want. I'll tell you as much as I can. You can absolutely post it. I'll do what I can for you. And he was Hell yeah. very, very, very appreciative of that. And I can't wait to hook him up. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to uh, Skype you guys as, as long as you're, you know, not doing something. You know, yeah. if, if you're not, you know, if you guys are out doing something or, you know, Ryan's got his arm deep in, in Connor poop or something or, you know, he's, he's tied up. That's understood. But if you're out doing whatever, it's understood. But if you guys aren't doing anything, then I'll I'll try to show him how we do Skype and I'll Skype in during the show too, and you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down with that. You know, kind of combo the whole thing together. I'd love to talk to Dale for a minute, and mm-hmm. I've I've never never actually met the guy, so we've only had conversations through the internet. But yeah, I love talking to Dale. He's a good guy. It was really awesome of him to uh, reach out to Heather the other day, and then uh, you know talk to her about her interview and stuff like that. Like I thought that was a really cool post. Isn't it? It's fucking. It's just he does so much that I, I know he just he, he doesn't look at it as like he's doing a favor. He just does it because he wants to. And the fact that I'm sitting here thinking it's like, man, these people are, are aren't letting him post this stuff to help him progress, man. And he helps yeah, us. That's you know, yeah, I mean, he helps us so much. And on top of that, even if he didn't, if he even if he just came to ask me if I to help him, I would do it in a second. But he never asked. I just offered, and he was just overjoyed, and that makes me feel good. I want to help the dude out as much as I possibly can, um, because there was guys that helped us out. You know, Blake came and helped us out, and, and Kyle came and helped us out. People came to us to help us out when we needed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's just it's that it's that philosophy that Blake has. We're just keeping keeping up with uh, or keeping that going into a different. It's cool. I'm really excited for Dale. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing a podcast. Yeah, he did one. Um, I thought I, I thought I shared it a while back, but I couldn't remember if I shared it or not. 
So um, he's sitting in, in uh, I think his, his his podcast room was like some of his guitar room. He's got beautiful guitars. I know I've showed you some of those. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I showed you some of those. But he's sitting, and you can see like the guitars hanging from the wall and uh, in the back. And I think he might even be holding one of his guitars when he's telling this story from about bikes and Mackinac and something. I, I can't remember the exact story right now, but um, I'll I posted it on our page. I remember that. Um, this, but this was this was months ago, and we go through so much fucking stuff that it's hard to keep track of what we posted yesterday. Right. Let alone what we posted two, three months ago. So I'll have to go back and uh, and check that out. I definitely will. I'm gonna rep- I'll repost it on our page too, and I'll tell you know everyone, hey, this is what we're gonna be. This is what I'm gonna be doing. You know, a week from tomorrow, and uh, we're gonna help the help him out. See what we can do. Absolutely. It could be awesome. But other than that, oh wait, Jeff and Blake posted something. So I know. Oh, nothing. It says Jeff and Blake both liked a post. Oh yeah, in the <laughs> uh, in the in the average or the loaded Joe's group. Yeah, I put it. I tagged myself. I said, "Look, man, it's uh, it's Joe's for life." I forget, I forget what he said. He said something, you know. Thanks, you know. Thanks for being there for me. You know, all you guys that have been moving along with us. So you're stuck with us now, brother. Joe's for life. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, at last, Keith Robert. I want to talk about. Uh, get a chance to talk with him. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got. I think it was last Monday or last two last Tuesday night. Kyle hit me up at like seven o'clock, and he's like. Hey, you want to come on and do the news stories? I was like, all right, cool, whatever. He's like, all right, nine o'clock. So at like nine o'clock, uh, he mess or skypes me, and I meet Keith, who is his co-host for the news, and the editor of the MMA Takeover dot com. And uh, Keith's a he's a good guy. He's kind of sarcastic and funny. He's got that uh, that Rhode Island accent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he drops knowledge like Ryan and he's kind of, he's an antagonist like Ryan. So like <laughs> he does, he does shit to Kyle that Ryan does to me. So me and Kyle were real. We understood each other that night. Uh... <laughs> and, and, and I'm right. Or Kyle, you know, I get to see what Kyle goes through. And Kyle, obviously listening to us gets to see what I go through with Ryan. So, <laughs> So he's but, got the he's got the MMA takeover, which is uh, they've been doing uh, quite a bit, quite a bit of big interviews over the past couple months. Yeah, things have been really taken off for them. Yeah, it um, is. Interviews and articles. He's got a, a I can't remember what he said the size of his staff is currently, but we will. Uh, we're actually going to probably have Keith on soon to talk about all that stuff. That's great. The way this networking thing is taking uh, off for everybody. Yeah, yeah, he reached out to me on Saturday night, wanting to come on the show uh, to talk post-UFC 211, so we'll be talking to Keith sometime next week, which will be cool. He's a good guy. I think you guys will like him. I, I can only see we, how many rabbit holes him and Ryan could take us down in <laughs> dropping dropping random fight things. So he tells this story um, 
what do you say it was like back in 2000 I can't remember what what year but he ended up somehow he ended up with the Gracie family he was at a fight I don't remember if it was Bellator or what what company it was but it was on the uh you can hear this on the Loudmouth uh, MMA podcast's news segment last week. But he went to see uh, Henzo fight Carlos Newton and somehow just, like, ran down into the cage after the fight was over. And, like, all the Gracies, like, Henzo Gracie ran up to him and, like, hugged him. And they all just thought he was part of the crew. And then he was just friends with one of the other brothers that they didn't know who the fuck the guy was <laughs> but nobody questioned why he was there <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> fuck it yeah dude just random shit like that like he just pulled that shit out of nowhere fuck it he's the machine fuck it <laughs> he's the machine <laughs> fuck that fuck that bitch this is Russia this is Russia <laughs> <laughs> fuck that bitch what a Gracie's <laughs> yep that's just what he did just partying with gracies <laughs> oh that's fucking amazing that's yeah. awesome Keith's a good guy i like keith like keith a lot doing big things with the mma takeover so well and well i'm excited to get him back on the show he messages me he messages you too at like six six thirty this morning six thirty this yeah. morning what Wanting to know who I thought was going to win out of <laughs> Edgar and Yair. I'm sitting here, man, and, you know, it's all my fucking health stupid issues. It takes me, when I drive, when I have a six-hour car ride in one day, and plus uh, on top of that, you know, ha-has and walking up and down, uh, getting to where I need to be, it takes it takes Dave a couple of days to recover. So I'm sitting there, and, and I'm half awake, I'm half asleep, because I'm doing that thing where it's, I get so sore, it's like I, wait, I sleep for an hour, and I wake up. So fuck! arm not doing my arm over and I sleep for an hour then I wake up and it's fuck my back and I have to reposition so it's 6 30 in the morning and I hear ding 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 my stupid ringtone my my alarm or my uh notification tone right and I pop it open and I can barely fucking see who the fuck is messaging me at 6 30 in the morning what do you think is gonna win Edgar or Yari Rodriguez God damn it, Ryan. I thought, I swear to God, I thought this was fucking Ryan. I swear he, to God. I mean, it's not far-fetched for it to be Ryan yeah. at 6.30 in the morning yes. asking ridiculous things like that. Exactly. I swear to you. I swear to you. My mother's, I was like, fuck, Ryan. I couldn't see I anything. That. I do it all the time, dude. <laughs> I hear it, Usually I hear it go off at that time, and I'm like, God damn it, Dempsey. <laughs> But by the time my eyes fucking focused, and I could see it said Keith Robert and not Ryan Dempsey. Well, uh, I think I'm going to go, whoever, sorry, I said it, uh, Frankie Edgar. And I shut my phone, I turned the volume all the way down, and I set it way over here, and I tried to go back to fucking sleep. Like, 6.30, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't message him back. And, <laughs> I didn't message him back till like eight thirty after I had gotten to work and got coffee in me and shit. And I was like, "All right, no, we can talk about this." Yeah. And then I answered him, and then I thought about it, and I realized why he had messaged me because he wanted me. He was looking for somebody probably to pick Yair. Yeah. And yeah. give a reason why. Yeah, he tried when um, 
when we were first starting to book that, and I was going to do Branch, and I, I just couldn't do Branch, he he then asked me after that if I would take Yair, and I told him, I said, I can't because I'm taking Frankie. You just must have forgot that I had, we had talked about that before. And I said, I can't do it. I'm taking Frankie. So I think he's just looking for someone that's going to take Yair over Frankie. He, he was, uh, I think somebody wasn't coming through when they were supposed to, and he was kind of scrambling. Ah. I think that's the way it seemed to me, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Have you uh, completely shift gears, but I just did, I came up on my Twitter. Have you been watching? T- oh, you went, you went. Uh... Oh, I've been Can watching tough. Me? Yeah, I've been downloading it. I just haven't posted it yet. You haven't watched any of it yet? Though? No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I was asking. I'm caught up on it. I watched uh, watched Wednesday's episode yesterday. It's like What's that part cl- of my. Is that clicking from you? Yeah, it's a pen. Yeah, I got my. It's loud. Is it? Oh, uh, it's away now. Um, um. Oh yeah, I was just curious if you were caught up on it. I was gonna talk about that, but. You are not caught up, so... We'll no, have to... I have to grab season, or episode three now. I'm going to grab that. It's been... I've enjoyed it. I think it's been a pretty good season. But it's been doing terrible in the ratings. Has it really? That's too yeah. bad. It is, because it's... I mean, I really liked uh, the comeback. That was, I think, probably, if not my favorite season. It's my top three favorite seasons. Um, I I, th- I thought that was a lot of fun getting seeing guys get a second chance, and this so far has been really good too. Because it's all old, you know, old tough guys. Yeah. Okay. So I have I have a connection to some of them. There's a lot of guys from seasons that I didn't watch though. Like uh, there's more than a couple that have come from season 22. Which was Connor and uh, um, Connor and Faber, but I didn't watch from season two, and then uh, Jesse Taylor, who was famous for being the only or the first ever tough finalist to be kicked off the show at the finale. <laughs> oh, you made it to the finals. And then you went out, got drunk, and acted like an asshole in Vegas. Yep. Yep, that's it, baby. Yeah. That's it. So that's – it's been interesting so far. It's been good fights. I like – I've I've enjoyed the show. Uh, the drama with TJ and Cody's fun. I'm going to catch up tonight. I got three – episode three. Uh, I'm downloading that now. Nice. The first one's like two hours long, so yep. you'll have some, you'll have some time to catch up. I just uh, I think I might uh, put them to Plex for you know, just in case anyone wants to to check them out and re- recapture anything for for week to weeks. Oh yeah. But I have a hard time with the Ultimate Fighter just because um, reality shows suck and. Reality shows are I, are the most fake things in the world, and UFC is sport and it's real and uh, 
It's hard for me to explain. I hate reality shows. You know, if I could just if I could just watch the Ultimate Fighter, if I could just watch the fights, I'd be okay. I don't want to watch the rest of the stuff. Yeah, it's hard to explain, I guess. No, no, no. I, I get exactly what you're saying. I'm with you. I understand. I've I, the thing about this season that I I've liked better because of these guys have all been through this shit before. And they understand it's a second chance. Like, they don't, everybody's not partying and acting like a bunch of dumbasses and shit. Like, everybody's focused and trying to fucking do this shit. And it's, you don't get as much of the, at least so far. I mean, it's only three episodes in, but mm-hmm. you don't get as much of the, the, the dumb house bullshit. Like, it's been a lot more of kind of talking about, like, you get these little video packages of, like, what the fighters, have been up to since tough and like kind of showing some of their everyday to day life and stuff like that. And like Jesse, like Jesse Taylor fought last week's episode. So you kind of got to hear a little bit more of the story after the whole Vegas thing and how he, instead of continuing to fall down a hole, pulled his shit together and just started racking up wins and busting his ass, trying to get back in the UFC. So I, that 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 kind of thing I've enjoyed, but as opposed to just like the reality show guys in the house partying, and we're gonna show clips of them sitting around playing poker and yeah, fart farting and stuff like that. Like I, I don't care about. It. I don't need to see that. No, but I do like I do kind of like the the story and the journey of seeing what happened to a guy like like Jesse who had the world by the balls. He would if he would have won that tough season, he probably could have been a wrecking machine for a while. But see what see what happens, how he responds after a fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I like 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 that, and uh, I'm kind of interested. I'm waiting for Joe Stevenson for his fight to come up because his story, you know, he was probably the most successful guy in the UFC that's on the show now. Not that that's in the this season, I should say. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant was, yeah. you know, he saw that he was pretty close to it, if not a title shot at 55 and in his heyday. And he was drunk the whole time <laughs> through everything. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to give it a go because I actually I was quite interested in this is the first season I've been interested in in well over 10 years, if not more. Um I lost um, for a while there. It got really watered down too because then there was Ultimate Fighter, then Ultimate Tough Latin America, and Tough. Uh, it got there were so many of them coming out, and it was like, fuck, man, I, you know, I can't keep up with all. I I don't like keeping up with the one. Then I got to keep up with multiple different variations of it too. I've never watched any of the. The China, the yeah. Latin America, the Smashers. Yeah, the br- Tough Brazil, I, I think. Was the yeah, one. Brazil. Yeah, the uh, Tough Brazil. Like I haven't, I haven't messed with any of those. I only stick. And I walked away for a while. I've said this on the show plenty of times, but it was Ronda and Misha season that brought me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I liked the Joanna and Claudia season, the season where they introduced the strawweight title with Pettis and Gill was a good season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I tell and, you, I tell you what got me into it was I was watching wrestling and yeah. it was on after wrestling. Yep. And so I'd be watching wrestling and then 
as soon as uh, as soon as wrestling was over, I I just the way I'd always had it set up was I had my computer with my monitors here to play video games, and I'd have a TV right next to me. So I'd be watching TV, and wrestling would be over, and so I'd turn over to play video games. But the TV was still be on, and the Ultimate Fighter would be playing in the background. So I'd be listening to it, kind of watching it, paying attention to it half-assed, but that was how I watched the Ultimate Fighter for a long time uh, because it was on after wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that's how I first... Oops. Headphone just slipped off. First discovered it was just had the, uh, I think I was actually at the Blue Note. They had the TV on and it came on and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I knew who Chuck and Randy were. So, like, I just looked up at the TV and Chuck and Randy were on there and they were showing, like, fight clips and things. And I was like, oh, fighting. Okay. I don't need sound. I can just watch this. And then I realized it was a reality show. So then I started finding it on Spike and taping it and watching it back and shit like that and got into it. Well, I'm gonna give this one this uh, season a, a go. I will probably won't I won't watch it, you know, live as it happens. I'll uh, watch the next day. You know. Yeah, I haven't seen any episode live. They've all been. I watched episode one and two last Sunday, and then I just watched this week's episode on Sunday. So I mean, I haven't been keeping current with it. I never really do watch them live. I usually always watch them back a few days later. Whatever. What station do, is it on? Is it on FX? FS1. FS1. Okay. Yep. I do have FS, yep. I have FS1 streaming. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch it on the Fox Sports Go app or whatever it is for streaming FS1. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I just it. I usually just watch it through my I got PlayStation View, so I just watch it on my I'll throw it on my iPad while I'm playing video games, usually on Sunday. Yeah, I like to check it out. We should be able to. I mean, we should have the ability to to talk and talk about it, keep up with it, know the know the ins and outs of what's going on for the season, so that we should we can drop some knowledge for even for a five or eight minute segment every week yeah. on the show. You know, just to keep up on it, we really should. I think this one's definitely worth it, especially not only with the concept of the the redemption. Because I think that's a really a good breath of fresh air yeah. back into the stale old tough formula. Make give some guys some second chance, which worked out really well for them with the first comeback season. You know, Matt Sarah ended up beating GSP and getting the title, and then woke GSP up to become the monster he was for a while. But not only that narrative, but then you got the title fight between TJ and Cody. That's that seems to be quite popular. At least uh, I, I see it quite a bit amongst people on our page, and people over on um, the pages that we frequent the most over on Blake's loaded loaded uh, community page. Um, it seems to be real popular this season. I, is so I see people talking about it on Twitter a lot, but the ratings, I guess, are just terrible. Yeah, that's too bad. It's too it bad. is. Because they're gonna blame it on these guys. They're gonna blame it on TJ and you know and Cody for not being able to draw, and then yeah. that that you know that belt is gonna get. Uh, those two are gonna you know they're not gonna get put on a pay per view what they deserve. And I get the money they deserve, you know. I don't know. It's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. I'll probably give it you know if it gets bad ratings because I think they already announced Tough Twenty Six so. 
which is supposed to be the flyweight women rumored, which would be cool. They're going to bring back like a bunch of UFC girls that want to compete for the flyweight title or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. If that's the rumor, but we'll see if it actually goes through. But that's, that was what caught me in with the straw weights. I was like, shit, they're going to crown a champion off this bitch. Let's go. And then she had one title defense. And it didn't go so well for her. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, brother. Let's, uh, so. let's get a little music, uh, some, some outro. You ever heard of Richie Rich? What's that? You ever heard of Richie Rich? Um, little, little, homie Tupac, little, little homie of Tupac from back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. West Coast flavor. Yeah. He's got that deep kind of flavor. Kick that mule. So, this is the Not a Podcast podcast. Monday night. Richie Rich from the Season Veteran album. So now I know how Ryan feels when we play intro music. I can't hear anything. You can't hear a damn thing. Nope, I hear you, but I'm like, I'm all confused on what's going on. <laughs> no, I know how Ryan. <laughs> we'll have to work on, on trying to figure that one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out somehow. You want to take her on home, brother? Yeah, you know what? This is uh, another Not a Podcast podcast, the NAPP. Lots of fun. And we have a great time doing this because it's nothing specific. We just sit down and fucking talk. And there's oh, nothing yeah. more fun than that. So, um, Jeff, any final, any final words, my son, before your no, final sir. walk of, of shame? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this has been a good another not a podcast podcast. Yeah, we'll uh, be back again later this week. Yeah, we got more this week. We got the regular show this week. We uh, the the main show, the money maker. Uh, <laughs> the mothership. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna do any uh, uh, any fight nights this week. I think we're all nope, tied no up. Fight nights. So we'll be back next, uh, and then the following week we're gonna do that thing with with uh, Dale, and we're gonna maybe do some stuff with with Loudmouth. So we got lots of stuff coming up, man. This is just the beginning. Hell yeah, just the beginning. So not a podcast, nice podcast, average shows, MMA show. Go check out the Loudmouth Show. Go check out the Loaded Joes. Go check out um, MMA Takeover. Go check out everything you can from all the local guys and all the guys from around the country and all the guys from around the world trying to put these MMA shows together. It's not just Ariel and it's not just the big uh, Joe Rogan. It's not just the big guys that's doing it. All of us other guys are down here in the grind. We're throwing it down too and we got some real good stuff. So give us all a chance. Give us all a run. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. For Jeff, this is Dave. We'll see you guys down the road.